Hey guys, welcome to Truth Check, the podcast where we invoke critical thought and we dive deeper into scripture to answer questions that typically happen in our communities that might be happening in yours as well. My name is John David. This is my brother Nick. Take it away, man. Well, welcome back to True Check, guys. If this is your first time tuning in here with us today, the way that things usually go down here is I'm the one who usually asks the questions, and JD is the one who answers them with sound biblical truth, not based off of our own opinions or based off of our own theologies or what we think is right, but based off of what the Word of God says and what the Word of God says alone. And so with that, we're going to go ahead and jump straight into our question today. Uh, there's a lot of scripture around this question, yeah, JD, and a lot of instruction with it. Um, but sometimes we can we can question of what this really means. And, and so the question that we have today is, what does it actually mean to renew your mind? Like, yeah. what, what does that mean? Yeah, like you said, there's a lot of scripture and I'm trying to I'm having a hard time figuring out which one to start at. But I'm, I'm at Ephesians 4. So let's just read this a little bit. OK, cool. Ephesians 4, 17. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk. In the futility of their minds, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God, because the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their hearts, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness, to the works of all uncleanliness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus." That you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. So see, we see here a breakdown. Paul is saying that the life you once lived as a Gentile, which Gentile is, is national, but it is also emphasizing the person who doesn't know God, which he alludes to in verse 18 when he says being alienated from the life of God, right. from the life of Yahweh, specifically the God of the Old Testament, the God of the Jews, which is now extended to the Gentiles, right? right who were being past feeling, had given themselves over to our selfish desires, we could say. We see that in Second Peter 1 as well. Um, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, that you put on the new man, which was created according to that God, Yahweh, in true righteousness and holiness. So that's what it really is. is it's, it's taking on the identity, not just personal identity, but right. the identity of the, the God from the Bible, the identity which we now find through Jesus and his fulfillment of Israel's covenant, which is extended to us, man. Right. So it's 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 putting on Christ. Yeah, it's putting on Christ. Yeah. So that so I guess that kind of goes into, you know, the that I've heard a lot of people say that there's a lot of verses of uh, I mean, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. There's there's a good amount of verses that talks about Christ being in us, but there's even mm. more verses totally. that talk about us being in Christ. Most definitely. And I think that's what you're saying. That's the importance of renewing our mind is realizing that more, like, yes, Christ being in us is important, but more than that, it's us being in Christ and us, like he's, like it says in the scripture, to take off our former self, to mm -hmm. take off our old ways, our old ways of thinking, old habits and all this stuff, and to put on Christ and letting him essentially be our identity to the point yeah. where we identify ourselves in him, you know, and no longer with our things. Exactly, bro. But That's um, right. so so with that being said, like, what does that really even look like practically? Mm -hmm. I mean, what does that look to look like to, to, to put on Christ, you know, for us? Yeah, I think this is where the question 
can get tricky for people. Um, especially we, we have so many different views and, and different ways in which we've done this. And, and, you know, we, we, we don't want to fall into legalism, but then we don't want to be antinomian, be fall into antinomianism, which is like yeah. without law, no, no law. And it's just all this idea of grace as, as a spontaneous effort on God's part and no right. effort on our part. Um, and obviously this is not by our human effort alone. And, and, and it's not without grace, but this is not without our human effort. Right. You know, we see in Second Peter 3.18, he says, But grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to, be, to him be the glory, both now and forever. Amen. Mm-hmm. But he's saying, look, this is a command. You grow. You grow in grace and you grow in knowledge. And, but I thought grace was a gift from God. Right. So we're just waiting for it to come upon us. And that's typically how it falls is we, we are waiting for this maybe miraculous event of spontaneity where it just in, invokes us and we have this crazy power. Right. Right. And, right. and that's not what this this is is doing. Right. We see Jesus say in John 15 where he says, you know, without me, you can do nothing. But this is right on the heels of a commandment which says abide in me. Right. So he's he's not just saying, hey, you can't do anything. You got to wait for me to do everything. He's saying, no, your your goal, your your job is to abide in me. Yeah. Right. As, as he abides in the father. You know, so that's that's what it is, is we are having to do something. And if we do nothing, God is not with you. Right. If Paul was sitting at home just hanging out, he'll never preach to the Gentiles. Yeah. And, and Paul says, I have received this ministry of reconciliation by grace. Mm-hmm. So it is grace that was given to Paul to preach the gospel. But if he sits at home, he's not, he's not doing what grace is permitting him to do. So see, it, it does take effort. We, we need to do this. And, and the means by which we do it, I kind of mentioned in John 15, is, is yeah. abiding in Christ, learning to renew our minds, as we read in Ephesians 4, by setting our minds on things above, Colossians 3 says, and not things below, right? Where Christ is seated with God in heaven. For you died and your life is now hidden in Christ Jesus. We see in Colossians 2 that he's saying to put away from philosophy and traditions of men because that's not how we learned Christ. The same yeah. words we hear in Ephesians 4. So yeah, man, that's part of it. We, we are not earning grace because of anything that we've done, but we are effortly doing the things that need to be done to receive that grace. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I like the way that you worded that and said that because in a sense, it's kind of tying both far ends of the spectrum together mm-hmm. right here in the yeah, middle yeah. where, like you said, there's the people that, that say it's, you know, I just sit here and do nothing and wait for the power to come upon me. Mm-hmm. And then you have the other side where it's the people it's like, Oh, it's all my will and based off of everything that I do. And here you are, you're just breaking it down, saying, like, it's a beautiful marriage and connection yeah. between the two of, yes, it's by his grace, but it's also by your works and it's also by your doing. Yeah, you got to do something. Because, like, I, I think I think specifically today in the church, we've kind of said, it like, oh, if you're doing it, then it's works mentality. Yeah. And that's, you know, you can't do that. Yeah. But the way that we're saying it is, like, no, it's not works. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing it with Christ and in Christ, and that's the way it needs to be done, yeah, you know, so that's very beautiful. I, I yeah, like bro, and, and it takes it away from the way God created us 
to, to do good things in his name, right? Yeah. Ephesians 2.10 says that he created good works before the foundations of the world that we might do them. Yeah. Not that his spirit might overpower us and do them through us, which it is his spirit doing it through us, but right. it's doing it through us as we are co-laboring with yeah. him. And, and the way we do this um, is, is with the intention to do it. If you don't intend to do it, you're not gonna do it, right? That's good. If, if, that's really good. It's and that's with anything, oh, right? Yeah. If if oh, we yeah. don't if we don't have an intention to eat healthier, then we're not gonna eat healthier, okay? Well, it's not any different with spiritual disciplines. It's not uh, any different with spirituality. It's, yeah, it's it's the same thing, and we need a vision for that goodness, the goodness of what it would mean. You know, when Jesus says to love your enemy. Well, do you have a vision as to why that's important? Do, do we have the vision as to why, what would happen if we did love our enemies, right? Yeah. And, and that's how Jesus is teaching. And then the bigger question is, do you intend to love your enemy? And if you don't intend to love your enemy, you're not going to love your enemy. God's not going to miraculously, spontaneously put it in you to love your enemy. Do those things happen at times? We, 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 we have examples of that right but this is not the life of the believer that's just the blossom of the tree it's right. not the fruit right. right it's that initial blossom and we need the fruit right the fruit of the spirit that's good yeah that's so good man well unfortunately guys that's all the time that we have here for today um we love getting to discuss this we wish we had more time to go yeah. deeper into this um, but that's unfortunately all that we have for today. But uh, go ahead and check us out on our website, on our social media page at True Check, True Check Podcast. And uh, we love you guys and we can't wait to see you next week. All right, bye.